0: and welcome to real doofs i'm drew i'm brian and i'm laura and this is a movie podcast that's that's interesting um that it's not he who must not be named no we we were kind of joking around do we not say the person's name do we say this no uh joe is actually uh taking a little break right now he is currently being sent back in time to find the mother of the leader of the resistance um so he's just (laughs) taking his time doing that saving us all Mm. so uh for the meantime we have the always amazing incredible laura uh joining us and i say always amazing incredible because again uh brian joe and i did this for like three years and then laura came on her first time and shot to stardom with her like most downloaded (laughs) and streamed uh episode and we couldn't match that um after like from like 30 episodes so laura thank you so much for uh stepping in like a champion and helping us out really appreciate
1: that of course thank you for having me very excited to be here
0: Yes, we are super excited too. So much so that, um, essentially, and I keep joking about this, but like we pretty much begged Laura to, <laughs> to help us out. Uh, we were like, um, you know, we wanted to keep doing this, and Joe was like, "Please have somebody help help out while I'm, you know, saving the known world." Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were like, "Who else can we can we talk to?" Like Laura, Laura, absolutely. So <laughs> awesome to have you. Thank you so much. Of course, you. You have a lot to live up to now because you'll be doing multiple episodes. Can you outdo yourself?
1: I know. I don't know. I think Dirty Dancing, that was just movie choice. I don't know if it had much to do with me, so we
0: will Ah. see. I mean, all I heard was get Laura back, get Laura back, (laughs) and like all of Columbus, Ohio was like, Laura, Laura, Laura. So What if
1: Columbus hates me? Oh, no.
0: No, Columbus (laughs) is all about Laura. But um, yeah, so you're with us today, and we are – Essentially, we are going to be doing um, like a little something a little bit different from our typical real doofs, um, where we kind of really go by things that have um, affected pop culture. What we're going to be really uh, focusing on, and with the time while like Joe is on his crusade there um, to save all of us from the machine uprising, um, we're going to be talking about movies that have affected us personally, some way, shape or form. So, you know, things that we want to share with each other on the, on the podcast. So, um, it's really exciting to do that. And I can't wait to, to tell you all about the movie that you're gonna be watching. But before we even like dive into that. This is the first time the three of us have recorded in a long time. In general, this is Laura's first like virtual version of recording with us. Um and don't worry, we will record in person again at, at times, you know, but right now it's just easier to do it like this. Um but we haven't talked in a while and honestly, you know, we typically kind of BS before we start recording and chat
1: and I just want to know uh how everyone's doing like what you've been watching, what you've been doing. See anything new? I just want to say first, if we do do one in person, I want to do that outdoor one like you did. What Which oh, was yeah. that? Was that like a Halloween a one? a
0: couple
2: things outside. We watched Alien. Yeah. Alien? We didn't watch yeah. Alien outside. We
0: absolutely we oh, watched we Alien it was our sixth movie in my house I, I watched Alien Outside and I yes. told you about it yes we <laughs> watched um, It's a Wonderful Life Outside oh, that's that, right okay. and we equally were, as scary as <laughs> Alien we were going to watch um, Night of the Living Dead Outside but Ugh. Brian had literally just come back from California like a night and a half like no it was like three nights prior was moving into his house and was like yeah I got and there's, there's giant turkeys outside that may kill you um which is no joke like laura when you were there the turkeys were gone but like like i parked and there were like turkeys like 20 feet in front of me and they're just eyeing me and they're like that's terrifying i was like oh no that would be really
1: terrifying watching night of the living dead that would be
0: (laughs) yes but when like joe got here one followed him to the front like it was it was a wild time so
2: uh, I also didn't have tell- a house for like a couple weeks when I got back from California because we got back and sold our other house in like a day and a half. Uh And then <laughs> we couldn't move into the new place for like two weeks. <laughs> so we
0: just like lived at our parents' houses yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, that was wild. Like oh. that was wild time because we kept pushing the Halloween. We were going to record it in the beginning <laughs> yeah. of October. So we had plenty of wiggle room. And then it was like later and later. And later. Um, but yeah, if Brian,
1: um, I'm putting my love... request in now for yeah. an outdoor movie. <laughs> I would oh, yeah, love to do to. that.
0: We'll just have to figure it out. Cause if we do an outdoor movie, you know, Brian is um, going to be, I assume a little occupied in October. I mean, yeah. I, I would assume that you're, you're <laughs> you know, you're, you know, you know, getting hitched and stuff like you're going to like want some time. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll figure out exactly When maybe we record in September instead, you know, I think that's what we did with heredity, hereditary. We did it in like September. Um, Yeah.
2: I mean, I think it'd be fun to do a couple summertime recording sessions anyways. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
0: summertime outside. I love that. Yeah. Whatever, you know, whenever we'll just check with each other and see like, like how we're doing. I think, um, yeah, I can't remember. I thought like we had like a cookout once at your place, at your old place, but it wasn't, we didn't watch a movie or anything. Maybe yeah, just, I'm just dreaming. I
2: hung out and ate. I think. Yeah. We we did a wing challenge night where we tried to eat a bunch of spicy wings. That was when we played D and D, though. Yeah.
0: That was that, and that's weird for me because that's not like my place. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's a whole different podcast to talk about. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Laura, absolutely. We will do, um, you know, as, as long as I I'm, I'm saying yes to Brian, like it's yeah. Brian has to be the one. Who <laughs> Brian, would we're coming because, to your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I can't do it at my place. Um, an outdoor one at least, but yeah, we're definitely, uh, I'm in for that too. And I would love us to do a couple of, um, scary ish movies. We've had a request also for a guest who's wanted to do a horror comedy um for a year and a half now i do why do you look brian's literally looking at me like i don't like those things together um <laughs> but uh yeah there's a a movie called the frighteners that our good friend okay. steve Kleins really wants to share with us so
1: i um, thought you were, i thought maybe. it was gonna be evil dead i love no that movie. no no
0: <laughs> evil dead oh so good anyway um what have you, what have you guys been watching because like I definitely want to share uh, one. I watched a phenomenal movie last week. Uh, It was called
1: Chippendale
0: Rescue Rangers. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Have either
1: of you watched this? I've seen the preview and I was confused that one is a cartoon and one is like CG. Okay. Weird.
0: Brian, do you know much about this on Disney Plus? It's already out. I just thought the trailer launched like last week. No, it came out last Friday. Um, It's Andy Samberg as Chip, and John Mulaney is Dale. Oh, okay. And I love that. it is essentially a who-framed Roger Rabbit for our generation. The amount of cameos from Disney and non-Disney things was incredible. It Weird. was so funny. Like, huh. like you know, one of them's like the goofball, one of them's the straight one, and like, they like, they, and it's in this, it's very meta, to the point like, They had a TV show called Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. They ended the show and they both kind of went their separate ways. And now something happens. They come together and they have to solve this sort of mystery. And um, and it's amazing. But like just – you know – John Mulaney just can nail like certain lines amazingly. Um, There's literally like one line. It has nothing to do with spoiling the movie. I promise in case you watch it. But like he gets home and he has a message blinking on his landline and he's literally like a message on my landline. I don't like that. (laughs) Like that's like my my life. I just it's just like, yes, I hate that. So, yeah, um, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, Movie is really fun. Really I would, fun and really funny. I highly recommend it. Count the cameos. There are so <laughs> many cameos in there. Um, yeah, I, I can't even go. I don't want to, if I tell you any of them, it could potentially spoil things. So,
1: yeah, I would awesome. have never thought to watch that. So, that so is funny. Good. good to know. So funny.
0: Yes. Well worth it. I mean, just because Andy Samberg is amazing, too. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. like, and he plays it perfectly. Um. So yeah, that was one thing that I just watched recently. Uh, anything uh,
1: you've been uh, checking out? I just well, not a movie, but I just finished The Dropout on Hulu. Which um, one is The Dropout? Oh, that sounds familiar. It's based on the true story of the woman that started the the like medical blood oh, testing Am- company. Is that like Amanda something? Um, I can't is remember, her yes, yes. Yes! I remember her last name. Amanda Seyfried. Yes, yes, yes. I can't remember her last name. It was really yeah. good. Very interesting. Yeah. I heard that it was really good. I heard
0: she's really good.
1: Really good. Really good. I don't know if you watched Inventing Anna on Netflix where she no. – Okay. No, she has like a very distinct accent and in this S&L show spoofed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same thing in this. So it can be a little bit annoying at times. But the just the story was quite disturbing but really mm. good really good show.
0: Was she wasn't the one with like the EpiPen thing, was it?
1: No. No, it was like blood testing. So, okay. she was claiming that you could do all these tests on blood with just one drop, but then years and years of research and just money wasted and it never actually worked and it was giving false results and Oh my god. Yeah. Really bad. Really Wolf. bad.
2: Those things are always depressing like how much you can get away with just by being like confident. And yeah. maybe, oh, yeah. like, your parents' money or something.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, she just kind of swindled people into giving her money. Like, billions of dollars just wasted.
2: I can oh. barely pick up a phone to order a pizza, and they're just, like, talking <laughs> people into giving them money. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, right? Um, have you seen anything the recent? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit behind, but I, I watched... Um, I think the most recent movie I saw was the... Uh, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent,
1: yeah. which is
2: the Pedro Pascal and Nicolas Cage movie, where Nicolas Cage plays <gasps> Nicolas Cage. I've been wanting to see that. It's so good. That's I just I wanted to go to the movies and watch, like, not a Marvel or yeah. Disney yeah. Star Wars thing or whatever. Um, and I was, like, craving just going to a movie theater and having a frozen margarita and some popcorn.
1: Wait, where are you going to movies oh, oh, again? West
0: Springfield.
2: West Springfield has frozen margaritas. Yes, they literally have a machine. Game like a, changer.
0: Yes, like you can get a frozen Coca Cola margarita, or mm-hmm. not? It's not a margarita. The Coke is a rum and Coke, but a frozen rum and what? Coke. What you can get frozen margaritas? Yes, There's I know. Lingo like,
2: margarita, and you get like it's not like just some cheap thing. Like you get no, your it's choice a choice of, yes. like, um, of, of like of tequila, tequila that you want to yes. put in it. It's really good.
1: What well, I've yeah. been yeah. missing out. Okay. Good yeah, I'm, yeah.
2: Like, I'm
1: pissed
0: that <laughs> Buckland
2: does
1: not have this.
2: Um, no. And West Springfield's still just, like, a little closer for me anyways, and, yeah. like, they have the nice seats now, so it's mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty cool. Oh, I haven't
1: been there in forever. Okay, sorry, got yeah. sidetracked with frozen margaritas. No, yeah, you yeah, no, <laughs>
0: <really laughs> should get sidetracked with frozen margaritas.
2: But I went um, in with fairly low expectations, and it, like, it was good. Like, it was a good film. I mean, it was definitely, like, Nicolas Cage at his... Nicholas cage Yeah, like he was, it was prime Nicholas Cage mm-hmm. and it, it's like, not spoiling it, but there is a moment where they like de-age Nicolas Cage okay. um, yeah. and he like meets himself. It's very cool. Oh,
1: that's fantastic. Um, <laughs> it's that's it's fantastic.
2: beautiful. Um, oh, that's awesome. There's a lot of like really funny moments in it and Pedro Pascal is like, great. It's great to see him in something where he gets to like come alive because in The Mandalorian, he's just very like dry and stone cold mm-hmm. and he's like very, very fun in this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, I, I do, I definitely want to see that one. I am, um, I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm actually, I, I, I hate to say this too, but like I, I didn't go see, um, the fantastic beast movie when it was in the theaters for like two weeks, um, back in April, but it, Does come out on HBO Max on Monday. Um, I'm um, not really. I don't want to like directly pay uh, Warner Brothers (laughs) uh, or J.K. Rowling for anything um, right now. But I don't mind it being part of the 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 subscription that I own. I don't mind watching it there. Um, So yeah, I'm I'm like vaguely excited to watch it, but maybe I will. We'll see.
1: I Um, have. Never read or seen any Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah,
2: Drew's just looking at saw me it like I was like an adult. Like I wasn't allowed to watch or read any of it as a kid. Yeah, so I saw, um, I saw Harry Potter all the way through for the first time, like in my early twenties. It was mm-hmm. just like so. There's no nostalgia for it for me whatsoever. Yeah.
0: Well, that's that's how I saw it. the nostalgia was in my my like. I think I saw started watching the movies as they came out yeah. um, in like the early 2000s. And I, I never read the books. I always thought they were kids' stories. But the first two movies are very mm. kid movies. Mm. Yeah. And then the third one grows with the darker. children. It gets darker and darker and darker. And then by the last movie, th- these are not children's movies anymore. And the same with the books. I never read any of the books until the sixth movie came out. And there's only, there's like eight movies, but seven stories. So they split, you know, they do the Twilight split. Um, It was technically the Harry Potter split because Twilight copied it. But but the, uh, I started reading book one after book, after movie six came out and I knew there'd be a year and a half before movie 7.1 came out. And it took me a year and a half to read all of the books like to the point of the movie, the new one coming out. And I'm a firm believer in, if you really like a movie and it has a book, read the book, Mm -hmm. uh, because you won't be disappointed in the movie because you have the roots with the movie. If you read the book first and you like the book, you will hate the movie. You generally will because you're like, the book was so good. They can never do it justice in Mm -hmm. like two and a half hours. Um, but they were, they were so good. Um, and now I literally listen to the audiobooks of Harry Potter. I don't know. Once every other year or so it takes about nine months for the way, how, how much, I, how often I listen to books it takes me around nine months to, to finish all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're really fun because the guy who reads them does every voice like different. It's not that. like you're just reading it. He's uh, like yeah. putting on a show. Um, yeah it's awesome it's good stuff
1: i always say yeah. i'm gonna like binge watch them at some point but i just never have but maybe one day we'll get there oh <laughs>
0: see now you know i'm gonna share the first one like <laughs> the next time we go around that's <laughs> yeah, gonna be like movie f- every th- time four. it's Drew's turn it's yeah, another it's like harry, potter, harry two. potter yeah and then like laura's literally just gonna be like i just watched the rest of them and i'm gonna be sad <laughs> yeah. um can I ask all of you wh- about one particular movie trailer that just came out a couple weeks ago? Sure. How are we all feeling about Avatar: The Way of Water?
2: I just don't care. I nothing. Thank about. you. I don't <laughs> yes. think about it ever. Thank you. I have Did even you see- when the trailer's playing, I don't think about it. I'm just like there's
0: colors on the screen. I just don't care. I don't care about it. I agree with Brian. <laughs> I Thank fully you. agree. Thank you. I I'm I'm hoping, I don't want it to bomb. I mean, like, secretly I do want it to bomb, but I I don't think it's going to bomb. What I want is that it not to do nearly as well as the first one, and then the third one, because they have filmed two and three already, then the third one to do less than the second one, and then they have to consider, will they give him money to make four and five? That's what I'm hoping happens. um, There's going to be five of them? Yeah. I just don't give a shit about (laughs) Avatar. No, 2009. What are we in, 22? 13 years? I was going to say, it came out so long ago, didn't it? 13 years have passed, and they're like... We just the technology has got so much better. And then when the preview started, when they showed the like the up close of Blue Kitty face, I think it's Natiri, maybe her name is. I can't remember. When we see her face up close, I was like, "Wow, that looks photorealistic." And then like every other shot, I was like, "This looks like a, like CGI." <laughs> <laughs> Not like the best CGI either. Yeah. Like literally, there is a show on Apple TV a documentary right now. It's prehistoric planet. Um, John Favreau produced it, and David Attenborough, who does all like the Blue Planet and Planet yeah, Earth yeah. documentaries, mm-hmm. he's doing it. And it's a documentary about dinosaurs, and it looks—I'm talking—photorealistic. I—we were watching the first episode, and like twenty minutes in, I was like, "Wait, these are not real. <laughs> like, these are not real dinosaurs. Like cool. they look so good." It's like a five-night thing. Every night, a new episode is coming out, but like it looks. So good. It looks better than Avatar.
2: The last time I saw Avatar was in theaters in 2009.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I've even actually fully ever. I think I've just seen like bits and pieces. I don't think I've sat through the whole movie. Bless you, Laura. Bless you. Bless your
0: heart. I, <laughs> have you know, ever I, watched Disney's Pocahontas? Because it's the same movie. <laughs> did you ever see Dances with Wolves? The I Last have. Samurai? I have. Fern Gully? Yeah. It's all the same movie.
1: Okay. So I wasn't missing yeah. much. I think, yeah, yeah, it just never captured my interest at the time. So definitely yeah, don't care about the second one.
0: Yeah. Any movie that was about colonization and then changing your mind uh, <laughs> This was Avatar. The second one, who knows what movie they're going to copy at this one. Um, though the only impressive thing, I okay, I'm being a dick. I don't want to say it's the only impressive thing. They did create a lot of new technology. The movie is going to be uh, released in the most different formats than any movie has been released in uh like high frame rate um like large format imax uh 35 millimeter digital I, I know there's a bunch of formats but they did a lot of filming underwater and they had to train all the actors to hold their breaths for like incredible long, like amounts of time and i believe kate winslet just broke the world record of holding her breath underwater for like six minutes and something or eight Holy minutes shit. or something. Wow. Brian, research it. Brian, you're a resident I can't researcher. Hold my breath for 30 seconds. Yeah. The prior <laughs> person was another actor who held their breath for like five ish minutes or something. I can't remember, but it might think not even of- be the
1: Trying to it think of something wor- witty about Titanic, but I couldn't think of anything right off the bat. <laughs> it's okay. That's okay. But
0: if she might not be the world record. Maybe it's just the longest for a f- actor. I don't know. But she's like Kate Winslet has the like record for like on film. Maybe she did
2: a seven and a half minute hold.
0: That's- yeah. But just think about that though. It's not that she just was like in a in a water tank holding her breath and was just like like not moving. She was acting while holding her breath. <laughs>
1: like so, that's impressive. That um, is very impressive. Oh, she beat Tom Cruise. Hmm. There you go. Six Tom minutes Cruise. filming Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right. Because you know Tom Cruise has got to be that guy. <laughs> but look, Brian's really interested now. Like he was just like, just, like I was reading, just reading the whole article. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> um, yeah. So it, I'm sure it will make a lot of money. Uh, bless you, James Cameron. Uh, but also like fuck off. Cause like, I don't give a shit about the avatar movies. <laughs> um, you're going to sell plenty of merchandise in Disney and, and everywhere that makes toys for it. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. But anyway, yeah, fuck off, James Cameron. So, um, <laughs> speaking of telling James Cameron to fuck off, uh, today, you're going <laughs> to be watching, not, <laughs> we're watching yeah. 22 uh, minutes. <laughs> I know. Right. I don't know. It's a, you know, it's a comfortable segue in this time. Yeah. Um, so today though, I do want to share with you both, um, a movie that has, um, for me was a very, um, impactful movie. Um, I, I had just only thing I'd heard about it when it came out was that, um, it actually was the, uh, so it was the Sundance film fest winner of the audience award and the grand jury prize, which is the highest honor you can get at Sundance. Oh, wow. Um, in fact, it sold to Fox uh, for in 2015 for $12 million, Fox bought the movie. And that was actually a record-breaking amount of money for Sundance. Sundance is always independent films for the most part, so usually you don't see such high sales. I think um, two years – I think in 2020 they broke the record. Um, I think Hulu bought that um, – Time travel, uh, like a romantic comedy, Palm Springs, with J- Andy Samberg, um, for eighteen point like three eighteen mil, or eighteen million point like fifty cents or something. It was like ousted the next one by like a dollar mm-hmm. fifty or something. Um, but yeah, at the time in two thousand fifteen, this was the highest uh, sold movie at Sundance. So the movie we're watching is called Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Um, this is actually based off of the book that came out in, I think like 2009 or 10 or 11, it was actually scripted into a movie very quickly, but was on the, the Hollywood blacklist, um, which is like all the scripts that people really want to make, but they don't get to make for some reason or other, or other, like really good scripts that don't have the backing or funding, uh, stay in the, like the blacklist for a while. And it was there. Um, and, um, Alfonso Gomez Rion uh, is the director. Um, he hasn't done a ton of notable things that I think a lot of people have seen. He uh, had a movie out with Benedict Cumberbatch last year that was called The Current War. It might have been two years ago, actually, uh, about Thomas Edison um, mm. and uh, the, like, the fight between Edison and Tesla. Um And um, but when the movie came out, the studio butchered it and cut it. So just last year he released his director's cut, which is like much better. Uh, He's done several episodes of American Horror Story. And um, he most one of the more recent things he did was episodes of this show on Amazon with Al Pacino called Hunters. Um, where Al Pacino in the 70s basically is an old uh, Jewish man hunting down uh, Nazis that escaped from, uh, like, kind of got away in in hiding after World War II. Uh, Good series. I think season two is going to be coming out fairly soon as well. So those are his more recent uh, things he's done. This movie stars um, the main character. uh, His real name is Thomas Mann. You may... Or may not have seen him before. He's popped up here and there in a few things. Probably most notably um, was Kong Skull Island. He was one of the main characters in that. Um, uh, then there's RJ uh, Syler, who uh, another person who you he plays Earl. You've possibly seen him. He's he's a young up and coming actor, but he hasn't been in a ton of things. I most recognize him other than this. I recognize him in the uh, movie version of Power Rangers that came out a few years back. Okay. okay, I can't remember which ranger he played, but he was one of the main the main characters. Um, Olivia Cook, you probably have both seen Olivia Cook somewhere um, in the recent uh, recently. Olivia Cook's probably most notable from the TV series. Um, Bates Motel. And she was also in ready player one as the lead, um, the main uh, girl in ready player one, she's going to be seen on, um, HBO in a few months in, in a main starring role in the house of dragon show. So Mm -hmm. she is, um, probably I would say more recognizable than, uh, than as the three leads. Than than anyone else. Um, and then, of course, we have Nick Offerman from Parks and Rec. Ron Swanson is in this. Uh, Molly Shannon, who's been in SNL for years and years and years, is in this. Um, Connie Britton from Friday Night Lights. Uh, the wife in Friday, mm-hmm. in Friday Night Lights. And John Uh Berthal, uh, Bernthal, not Berthal. Bernthal, who, um, you might remember from Wolf of wall street, the punisher, the walking dead. Um, he was just in this crazy HBO cop show. Uh, we own the night, we own the city, we own the night, but, um, he is uh, also a fantastic actor. He's in this. So, um, it's, it's a cool ensemble. It's definitely a, um, it's definitely a interesting film. Um, it, the book itself has actually recently been in the news. Um, it is, um, how can I kindly put this? Um, <laughs> as many places across the United States have decided that the fight against books is more important than other things. Uh, this is one mm-hmm. of the more recent and more most banned books um really? in schools okay. and libraries um the um people in congress or or in government i should say not just congress but uh, in local government have described it as uh sexually explicit or even pornographic which just to let you know i have read the book it is neither of those things <laughs> um in fact there are no pornographic descriptions there are conversations that teenagers and teenage boys have um in no way are they pornographic or overly sexually explicit but of course on my rant here people are too afraid to have discussions with their children instead of actually you know and ban things instead mm-hmm. of you know explaining things
2: um so if you don't want someone to watch something or Just like read go. something read it recommend it like yeah parents your local government is like hey definitely check out this thing no kid is ever gonna want to touch it but when you're like hey don't read it there's cool stuff in it yeah
0: kids are like hell yeah (laughs) yeah uh (laughs) there's cool stuff in it um yeah so i i i had not read the book um uh, only just this year. Uh, I just read it uh, recently before it even was in in the uh, the news. I just knew I really enjoyed the film. I always wanted to read it, so I finally picked it up. I read it. Um, I personally like the movie more. It definitely trims out some of the uh, unnecessary stuff in there, uh, but also, of course, in the book, there's more detail, but it's still a pretty wild um, experience. So based on only the things I've told you and the fact that Laura saw a picture of three people. um, (laughs) What do both of you just think you're going to see in this movie? I don't even want to get into like the very specific, just tell me your idea of what the plot is of me and Earl and the dying girl. You can either work together or have your own separate plots, but this is the only guesses we're going to do for these types of episodes. I
1: had a very different idea in my head before you, gave all those facts about it for at first i was thinking it probably would be like a sad movie mm-hmm. um but now i don't know maybe probably more of a comedy i'm thinking or both i don't I'm, i was thinking um what's the movie perks of being a wallflower like kind of that vibe a little bit that's where my head's going now
2: yeah having not seen that movie either i Oh no. <laughs> well that's not gonna be helpful for you. I can you. see that they're like yeah. Just based off the title, they sound like
0: they'd be in the same. <laughs> so what would you say, Brian, just on the title and the little details? What do you where do you think when you close your eyes, where does this movie go?
2: Yeah, I think it's I think it's um like dark. I think there'll be like comedic elements, but I'm almost thinking of like ladybird or something like that feeling is that sort of similar in vibe i
1: think so yeah
2: not in like story i don't think this is like that story at all (laughs)
1: yeah but where it is like covering serious topics but in a kind of almost a a
2: coming of age that's what i was gonna ask you do you think
0: it's got that coming of age feel okay because most like classic
2: coming of age things are like ideal scenario coming of age but I feel like recently there's been a lot of these like darker movies where it's like, yeah, this was someone's coming of age. Like it is a very dark situation, but like some people, that's what they go through. Like it's, it's not all.
1: Um, yeah, I think think my first thought when I thought it was going to be more sad was more of like the, um, what is it on Netflix? 13 reasons. I thought it was going to be like that. Like I thought it was going to be very dark, but now who did you say the actress was from SNL that's in it? molly shannon
0: okay so 90s um 90s snl she was huge on snl um trying to think of any movies that she's popped in on here or there like she was randomly she's randomly shows up in comedies here and there like in uh like uh ricky bobby um with will ferrell she was like the wife of the the guy who owned the cars, who was kind of blackballing them, um, but yeah, you, you'll instantly recognize her. Oh, you know what? Oh, I know Brian, who she is. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah. Brian sh- Molly Shannon has been in um, all of the versions of um, Wet Hot American Summer. She okay. was the one who was getting married to um, to the cook, the chef, and then she she ends up like, um, yes, okay. Yeah, you don't have to know yeah. superstar superstar <laughs> yeah
2: mm-hmm.
0: with also with will farrell too wow that's 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 a deep cut too that's like a real deep cut um so yeah i'm i'm excited i think you've got um i think it's hard to guess what the movie's about like yeah, yeah, without I'm knowing more information so i appreciate the guesses of what the tone is going to be like um i you know you you might be into something
1: think of like more yeah, plot, but I. I'm, it's
0: hard to guess the plot. I think we'll have to adjust that question when we do these further. Like, because plot's going to be difficult if you haven't really seen much.
1: I'm thinking, whoever, so me and Earl, Yep. the two guys, maybe both are romantically interested in this dying girl, um, and they're kind of fighting over her. Maybe that's something.
0: Okay, I like. This. Or they're I
1: just like all this. friends could
2: be that all friends was what i was thinking of just because it seems like it would sort of like subvert expectations because i was thinking at first like yeah it could be that like romantic triangle, triangle. or maybe it, like hints yeah. at that at moments but i i feel like maybe it's just their friends uh, they're friends with her i also think it's probably like narrated by me <laughs> I, <laughs> okay. I, I'm You're like over narrated. Yeah. Narrated. So just because the title specifically like doesn't give us the name of the main character, but it's from oh. the main character's perspective.
1: Like, gotcha. It's me like it.
2: and Earl and the dying girl. Like it yeah. will, it might be like a narrated sort of.
0: Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, is it high school or college? I think high school, I think like so, late too. high school. Yeah. Late high school. Okay. senior, junior, senior year.
1: Yeah. Cool. They, they can drive. Cool. <laughs>
0: Okay. Um, there is going to be a surprise cameo. Okay. Just think surprise cameo, random. Um, who is it going to be? And I mean, like, like it's themself. It's not like them playing a character. Oh, okay. Um, it, and i guess it's, it's, i'm i'm putting expectations a little too high you'll you'll know it when you get there but just both of you take a random guess who is the surprise cameo what what
2: film. year is this again uh
0: tw- the movie is 2015 the book was like 2011 in the book the um the the in the book it happens also um but so you can decide when you think because we, we're not really guessing what year the movie takes place in. You can if you want. But like it, the movie came out in 2015.
1: And it's um, a is it an actor or is it like a.
0: Yeah, it's an okay. actor cameo. Yeah. Okay. Brian's mm-hmm. like like who was popular in 2015?
1: I was going to just say like, Will Ferrell just because we've mentioned him so much.
0: But <laughs> um, I like it. I like uh, it a lot. You can take a second one, Laura, if you're not sure. If you're not, but but mainly one guess from each, if you can. Who is the surprise cameo? Uh,
2: President Barack Obama.
0: Ooh. Is he considered an actor? He's not. (laughs) But I'll take it. (laughs) Obama. All right. Love it. Okay. Cool. Um, Yeah. So. Let's uh, let's do this. Let's get into it and and learn more about me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Let's do it. I'm ready? Sweet. Cool. All right. So that was me and Earl and the Dying Girl. I thought it was just the perfect fun-loving movie to bring <laughs> us all in together with <laughs> on the very first time that you know the three of us are doing it like this. So, um, yeah, I you know. I am very curious to know, you know, what you thought of of the movie. So I will we can kind of start off the same thing. What did you think about the movie?
1: I liked it. It's definitely what I thought it was going to be my second round of guesses mm-hmm. of like the very it did remind me a lot of Perks of a Wallflower uh, or Perks of Being a Wallflower, like Brian said the like coming of age film. Mhm. Um wasn't super sad, which was ni- until the end, but, <laughs> but also had its funny moments. It was good. Nice.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I feel the same way. I, it was, it wasn't really too sad until the end, which I think, um, I don't know. It did as like a favor, but I also think it made it hit harder at the end. Cause like,
1: yeah.
2: mm-hmm. like from the moment, like the, um, limo. limo like pulls up at the hospital until the yeah. end. I was in, I was crying
0: the entire yeah. No, I don't know if you heard me, but I was like, I was like so quietly like I was like, don't let him hear me. I don't hear anything else on the other side. Well, oh, <laughs> it's so funny. Like normally, I slowly was just like
2: pushing <laughs> my mic
1: <laughs> away from me. Normally, I cry very easily at movies like this, and for some reason it. It didn't get me. as No, I don't know. When he started going through her stuff at the end, Mm. I was very close there. That was, you know, as he was like learning more about her after she died.
2: That's where it hit like the hardest for me too, was like that moment.
0: Every time I watch it, first off, I I can't make it through not like tearing up. Um, But for me, there's something about, um, an emotional scene with really interesting music or, mm. or like that. Mm. If, if the music can play to the emotion, the emotion plays to the music. And it's like that, the, the like soundtrack of the film, like grows and grows and starts going. And just, mm-hmm. I, Olivia cook is just uh, outstanding in, in this and her, just her, her reaction. And like, Oh my God. It just, I'm like, (laughs) 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 it still hits. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know why. I I honestly, I don't know why this movie had such a, um, such an, like an emotional, like did that to me. Mm. And I think it probably has to do with the fact that I think just as you both kind of mentioned coming of age films, Um, for me, uh, they, they, they resonate with me because, and I think they kind of resonate with all of us if they do it correctly. And if we, if we can relate to the characters, the feelings, those things that people are going through. And if you do that really well, um, and you have heart behind it. There's, there's always some sort of relatability that you can recognize and attribute to your own self well-being. I can tell you, like, I was literally in high school. Like, I, I felt like I don't want to say I was, and then some, someone's gonna come to me like on Facebook message and be like, "You totally were that guy." Uh, <laughs> but I felt like I was kind of like uh, Greg in the sense that I was a friend of like every group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely did have a set main group though. But like I was friends with the, those, with the jocks, with some of the dickheads, with some of like the people who were like maybe bullied or, or they like, I was very rounded with that. And I was very able to relate to that. And also I personally wanted to be a filmmaker. And like, so I had a lot more stake, I think into this. Um, but. I was it, thinking yeah. that
1: as we watched it, I thought about that. If that's, why you like this movie so much because they were like making films in it. If that's something that you did or wanted to do in high school, I yeah, about that.
0: I, I did. I, you know, I made a couple like 10 minute theater plays, I wrote and directed in school, and but like I really this, like, um, the, it, it hit me, you know what I mean? Like, it definitely hit, and I, I don't, like, I said, I don't really know, like why it hit like I mean I guess we kind of we're, were like you guys this is my therapy session like right now <laughs> you're kind of unpacking it for me yeah like you know what? tell us I Drew tell us feel like that a lot um but yeah it was something and I think there really is something about our um I, I don't even want to say our generation I just think coming of age movies when done well and done right really can um elicit you know some sort of reaction I mean this is not our first coming of age film we've we've done on here um you know we brian i'm sure remembers and and laura i since i know you've listened to it which makes me happy uh (laughs) but like but we did stand by me with uh, bill cathcart and it's one of my
1: favorite movies yeah yeah,
0: and that was another fantastic movie where where you know there's an emotional growth in it and Mm -hmm. i i'm a sucker for that stuff really um yeah and i'm curious like you know what i guess i don't want to say like what was your favorite scene but was there anything any moments in this movie that like that gave that kind of reaction that 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 like sort of um familiarity to like just the material in general. Like I can, I, we already talked, I unpacked it. Uh, I You can bill me later or I can, yeah, I'll pay that bill. But um, like uh, there were several things that kind of resonated with me. Anything in here? Because also the cool thing is like, like Brian, you are, and you're not like significantly younger than like Laura or myself, but you're also, you are kind of a different uh, generation, almost like we're almost a 10 year difference in age almost not quite but oh you know like is like times change between our age groups too like is there a familiarity for you that you that you kind of felt from this or saw you didn't have that public school like <laughs> um you know like interaction
2: yeah i don't i didn't i don't think i like saw myself as greg or anything i like definitely made movies with my friends and stuff but i wasn't this like aspiring filmmaker or any of those things um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think there's any of those, like the like connections you make when you're a kid are, are just like super, super strong. And even though this kid didn't necessarily feel like connected to the relationships that he had in a way, like his best friend, he just kept calling his coworker. <laughs> I know. It was very clearly like his best friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um and like i don't have that same thing like i am still friends with the friends that i was friends with when i was 6 years old um there's we have a, like very close knit group of of friends so like i don't relate to that but there is something about like watching someone interact with like what would have been their close friends that like still triggers like an emotional response of like there are friends that i did like not stay connected with or mm-hmm. um or things like that. So like it, there's still even not relating to Greg, like still seeing the way that he interacts with his relationships is like triggering an emotional response. I also think the other thing that like made this extra powerful was was the lie <laughs> that she was I hated going that. To die I hated that. I know. Spoilers, I, I guess. If you, I don't know why you're watching the second listening to the second half of this if you haven't seen this movie, but <laughs> the the it does like there's something about watching a drama or like an emotional thing that like gets desensitizing so like if you're mm-hmm. being sad throughout the movie the ending isn't going to be that much sadder than the rest of the film that you watched but when you're like all right she's going to be fine so this is okay there's hope when that moment hits it's like you, it's putting you in the same place that he's in and whether that was with like a friend that your mom made you go visit because she was dying with cancer or like someone else that you've lost that like that moment is triggering. Cause you've someone you've been in that situation in some sort of manner. Like everyone's had that moment of like this terrible thing isn't going to happen. And then it does. Cause humans are hopeful. And that's a good thing, but it also is devastating when it's not the actual reality of the situation.
0: Yeah. No. This is a bummer, bummer movie to watch.
2: Or <laughs> I know. Comedy podcast.
0: I know, right? um Laura, did you have any like um kind of? I, again, I want to call it like 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 familiarity, or or like did anything you had more of? A, I take it more of a traditional public school bringing like upbringing, like I did. I think,
1: right? Yeah, and. It- like, right when the movie started, I think I said this makes me not miss high school at all. <laughs> yes, just, yes. like, <laughs> mm-hmm. all the different, like, cliques of people and yes. things like that. I I agree with you, Drew, where I think I kind of was the same, where I did have, like, my main group, but also did have friends in each group. Mm-hmm. But I think what kind of stuck with me was um, that feeling when you are that age of, like, anything that happens, it's just the end of your world. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. everything is... Uh, I don't want to say life or death situation, but because of the movie itself. But it's, you know, that's what it feels like when you're that age of even like the littlest thing is just like so dramatic. (laughs)
0: Yeah. The fact that like he actually thought that he would make a mortal enemy in high school. Like you're like, you like now it's like, like Brian, that doesn't happen um in in high school you you don't make mortal enemies uh you definitely can like have somebody that you know or a bully or you can have an enemy but generally when you're out of high school like no one gives a fuck anymore yeah (laughs) um you know like it's like that's it so you can definitely have a bad time but like it's 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 very different um so This is going to be harder for Brian again, because of the, the, your, your school upbringing, but this is a question out for both of you. Um, what if, let me phrase it this way specifically too. what was the most embarrassing thing that you're willing to share that happened to you in high school or college? And, uh, it can happen, could have happened in the years of high school or college or directly in high school or college.
1: That is a hard question, Drew.
0: Do you want me to start to give you a little bit of time to think? Sure. Okay.
1: I mean, I feel uh, like there's so many. The, yeah, <laughs> I
0: think my most embarrassing moment that happened to me in high school was um, so in in my high school there was um, there at senior year there was like class day. Prom class night. Uh, class night was like, you know, uh-huh. um, it was in South Windsor. Um, I can't Manales. remember. The- Manila's. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. Um, so anyway, at this particular venue, that was where my class night happened in 2003. And um, uh, there, there like I'm 18 or 17 uh, years old. There's no alcohol. This it's like my teachers are chaperones. And <laughs> well we're dressed up, we're watching like, you know, yeah, you know the anthem is like Green Day's, like "Time of Your Life," like that thing, and uh, um, iconic
1: for that. Yeah, right for
0: graduation, it's, it's like always. Um, it was already like three years old at the time, or four years old, but still, um, I I don't remember really the main thing, but I I remember um, I went into a bathroom to to use the restroom, and in the stalls next to me there were two other gentlemen uh, in my class that were uh, playing a delightful game called battle shits um, where they were literally uh, trying to loudly force out a dump. um, And it set me off. I was like gagging. I run out of the room. I run (laughs) right into the main, like the doors to the whole room. And like, I ran in there and literally like, All the tables just turned and looked, and I vomited all over the floor. Oh my God. All over the floor and ran and hid in a closet. (laughs) On myself, on the floor. Yeah. Like, I had a nice shirt on, and then, like, somebody's like, hey, here's this dumper shirt that I keep in the back of my car. And it was like this, like, 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 Auto Parts Depot shirt and everything, and like, Yeah, it was wild. That was probably my worst one. That's probably the most embarrassing one that happened. I was like, I'm fucking done with this place anyway (laughs) in a few days. But, boy, that sucked. Um, So, yeah, that was um, my my embarrassing moment. I hope both of you are like, nope, never had an embarrassing moment. And then I'm the only one.
1: I don't think I can top that even (laughs) closely. I'm trying to think of anything that's, like, stuck with me. Mine is pretty lame compared compared to yours, but it was I mean, like my freshman year of high school. And it I must have been super embarrassed at the time because I still remember it vividly. But it was like pretty early on in my freshman year. And um must have been in the winter and I was like wearing a sweater and somehow I was walking through the hallway and it got stuck on the senior guy's backpack, mm-hmm. and like I just kept walking. I didn't know it got stuck, and it did the full like unravel, <laughs> like as I was walking. So, like, I didn't oh, notice till it, like, that. there was like a huge hole in my sweater, and then I had to like go back at like. Reel myself in and like unhook myself from him.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, oh. That's awesome. I thought you were like you were hooked and like you like he was just walking. You were attached to the bag and he didn't realize you were on the. bag. No. <laughs>
1: no, he did it for a while. Yeah, that 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 sticks with me. Pr- and like looking back, like that's so stupid. Like, just go and hook yourself. It's fine. But in the or moment, just, like, as a freshman, yeah. you're like, oh my gosh it's summertime <laughs> just cut the sleeves you know like, like oh.
2: oh that's awesome I, I love think I have like a big I wish I could remember all the little things that I think about when like I try to go to sleep and then I remember that one thing I <laughs> said that I one was time thinking, like, like <laughs> six years ago but I, I don't I can't even like I can't think of like one big thing that was like embarrassing there's tons of like cringy moments that I'll like think about sometimes like there was a uh, um, I was in, I was in a band, uh, Lost Radio, which is on mm-hmm. Spotify. There's a good song on there somewhere. And then uh, <laughs> when we were in high school, we um, wanted to like book shows, but we were fucking terrible at it. Uh, so it would just be like little cafes and little shops and stuff. And we thought for some reason we could put like we called it a tour and everything, and it was like in someone's backyard. And us and the other two bands that were invited were the only people who showed up. So it was just us sitting around a campfire playing songs to each other. Uh, And then we played at a cafe and there were, people there when we started playing (laughs) oh no and just my parents when when we were done
0: oh no
2: and it was just like me and my friend on like a little djembe or whatever um and it was uh there's a lot of like those moments where i'm like it was fun playing the music but then i think back to like how cringy it was the way we like how seriously we took ourselves and Mm -hmm. then how like no one cared (laughs) at
0: all about what we were doing. Uh, Oh, man. That's amazing. It is. It is fantastic. Oh, gosh, that's great. All right. So I think um, I'm not going to go through all the guesses here. I just want to point out you both were um, like with the tone of this movie, you both were spot on. (laughs) Uh, For, for it. uh, I think uh, Laura, you said, maybe it's a sad movie, maybe uh, more of a comedy or both. Um, And you were thinking uh, like you said, um, perks of being a wallflower ish kind of vibe. And Brian, you said dark comic elements, uh, more like kind of a lady bird or a similar vibe coming of age could be dark. Uh, Laura, you said, remind maybe 13 Reasons Dark. <laughs> um, and then the uh, two guys might be romantically interested in the dying girl and fight about her or their friends. And they kind of like I don't necessarily think they were rom- uh, like romantically uh, interested in her. But they were they were friends, all friends. And they did fight about her, though. That yeah, was, they yeah. Did. Yeah. Um, High school, uh, junior, senior year. Uh, so close with Will Ferrell or uh, President Obama, but it was it was the combination of both. It was Hugh Jackman. Um, the combination, yes, yeah, yeah. Hugh Jackman was uh, was voicing himself through the picture of Wolverine, uh, which was awesome. So now the the big question I, I have for you: um, Would you watch this movie again? Slash. Show it or share it to others. And be honest. Break my heart if you need to. That's okay, Laura. It, it's fine.
1: <laughs> I I don't know if I would watch it again. It It's good. But I don't know if it, it is worth a rewatch for me. Okay. I feel so bad saying that. No,
0: you no, don't <laughs> worry. You'll get used to it. Uh, Joe and Brian got used to it really quick. Yeah.
1: But I think I definitely would recommend it to other people to watch, for sure. I'll take it. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah I think that's the I think that's the big thing. I don't uh, I don't have friends outside of the podcast, so I think if <laughs> right. I watch it, it will be with Mare, and I don't know if this would be something Mare would watch. Um so I, I would probably recommend it to someone, but I don't I don't know that I would watch it again. I would definitely need a break before watching it again I, mean, I need time to process and emotionally recover
0: would I'm you not- like give <laughs> anybody a warning or would you be like hey you should watch this coming of age film
2: i i mean i don't know that i would sell it as like a it's napoleon dynamite too i don't think yeah. i would sell that i would think uh but i wouldn't spoil i think like part of it is that like twist That he, you know, like I I think that's part of it. So I I wouldn't want to give too many details away. I don't think.
1: I'm wondering if I watched it again, if it might hit me harder at the end, like knowing Knowing. what happens, and then kind of knowing throughout, and probably catching things that I might not have been caught the Mm -hmm. first time.
2: Yeah, I could see that because that's the thing. Like that, that impact isn't there but right. maybe it is in the first half or something.
1: Well, he did say at the very beginning, like I made this movie that ended up killing a girl. Mm-hmm. So I knew well, someone, he said killing someone, someone, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I know someone's going to die. So then I kept thinking at the end of when they got, when he got in the limo, I'm like, maybe he picks up the other girl and they get in a car accident or something. Like I still was trying to figure out who is going to die.
0: Yeah. Um, In the book, the um, they they try making like uh, a movie and and they they like kind of like in this they're making things they're not satisfied with they're really upset with, and they put like the least effort thing together. It's like Talking Heads and like you saw where people are like, oh, you're gonna do okay and this and that and and then they started doing like these random like 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 screw cancer like weird like vignettes essentially like little shorts and greg's mom finds the video or is it rachel's mom might find the video shows it to greg's mom greg's mom calls the principal and gives it to the principal and they do a full assembly Uh, and show it to the whole school and they are like so angry and like they get into a fight themselves and they kind of split their ways at yeah. that. Um, I thought the movie honestly um, handled, There's so much more. I, and again, I said earlier, kind of cuts the fluff out. Like you meet uh, a lot of uh, Earl's family. Like there's more than just one brother. There's like five brothers and they're all like very aggressive. And like one of them breaks Greg's arm accidentally.
1: but <laughs> oh um, my God. And, and I loved yeah. Earl. Earl was Earl, the best. Earl's, <laughs> oh, Earl's amazing. Yeah. My favorite so scene was just when they eat the soup and he pops up in his phone and just said, the soup has drugs. <laughs> the soup has drugs. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so like, um, star Wars, like, um, oh, yeah. help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only Yeah. Hope. Um, yeah, it was, it, I in the movie, like the, um, Brian was talking about like the cinematography of it early on too, how it reminded mm-hmm. him of a Wes Anderson movie. Um, it was just really nicely filmed. Like it looked cool. Nick Offerman, definitely not Ron Swanson. Wow. Um, Yeah. Nice to see. I want
2: more hippie dad. Yeah. Uh, Nick Offerman
0: there's a another uh movie that Nick Offerman uh, made a few years back probably four to five years at this point called Hearts Beat Loud a independent film where he is a uh, musician or ex-musician who owns a record shop and his young daughter is about to go to college um not something I would necessarily show on here with us because it's not necessarily one of my favorites, but it's a very nice and very good um, Nick Offerman movie. And I think his Mm. quote unquote love interest name in the movie is Leslie. So that also is a fun little nod uh, Mm. to it, but um, just a little offshoot Nick Offerman info for you there. Um, Yeah. But I'm glad that, um, that you both enjoyed it, but, also, it hit you in the feels. Uh, that's, that was really what I was hoping for. I think for me, too, showing it with you both and sharing it with you and knowing what was going to happen, I think that actually had a bigger impact on me this time watching it because mm-hmm. I did – rewatch it a month or two ago when I finished the book to just to see like the impact. And I don't think I was an emotional, as emotionally charged watching it by myself, like going through it. I knew it was coming out and I still like, was like, oof, yeah. And I think the biggest scene is the, um, the, the watching the film together for me is still mm. probably my favorite scene. I remember walking out of the movie theater. Like I couldn't breathe. I was like, my face was so puffy, and oh. stuffy. Um, but but yeah, the, um, watching it with both of you and just like knowing you were there, not seeing you at all, not <laughs> hearing you, but knowing you were there during it. Um, it's one of the, this is, it's generally for me a positive sign when we're not talking through the entire movie. Like, like I mean, yeah. it means that you've been somewhat invested in it. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, all right. They're re- they're into it. They're into it. They're into no, it.
1: No. Yeah. We definitely did not talk yeah. nearly as much as we've talked in other movies. Yeah, Yeah,
2: for sure. I'm still is, trying to
1: figure out how the heck this book could be on a list to be banned because unless there's a lot of stuff that wasn't in the movie, there is absolutely there's, there's nothing like,
0: that I can think of. Right? There's that he same sort of talks
2: about pillow sex in it. Pillow yeah. sex
0: and, and you know titties and stuff like that. <laughs> like that's like like there was no like graphic stuff in there, like at no. all. And, And the fact that I watched it on like a Tennessee like board like 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 town hall meeting where they're like this book is pornographic. The author himself literally tweeted he was like I'm proud to be on a banned books list if this is what you think is pornographic. (laughs) Um, Did you hear
2: about the just off topic slightly? But did you hear about the the new edition that they're putting out of *Handmaid's Tale* Margaret Atwood's book, the
0: fireproof version?
2: Yeah, they're (gasps) they're printing it an, an unburnable version of
0: it. Uh, that's awesome. Like beautiful. I love that. She's like, what is she like 80 something or 70? Like <laughs> or late 70s, early 80s. And she literally did a like ad of her with a flamethrower trying to burn it and it wouldn't burn. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh, that's like, amazing. I, yes, so
0: cool. I, I just want to buy a copy just to have it yeah. for that.
1: That's yeah. very cool.
0: Yeah, it is. Super awesome. Um yeah, that's like I think that's kind of the it, that's it for for me on this one. I'm just like really excited again that uh, I got to share this with you both. I've been like really wanting to. I, I Brian knows like from last July. I was like I want to watch this movie with you guys, <laughs> and now now I can say I checked it off my my list. So that's now awesome. it's off the list, and then. Laura you're up next and uh I, I don't give anything away we'll get when we get there we'll <laughs> do but I'm very excited for for yours it'll be nice to revisit that for the first time in like since I saw it the only one time when it first came out so uh really excited and Brian I can't remember what you put down so but I'm sure it'll be it'll be fun to watch so um awesome so yeah I think that's 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 it for me um We just asked, like, anybody, were you excited for, like, Friday is Stranger Things uh, and uh, Obi-Wan comes out on Friday? Uh, That's to let the the listener know that we're recording this on May 25th, whenever this (laughs) actually comes out in, like, July or or late June. Um, So Obi-Wan will be done at that point. But, yeah, um, super stoked the first two episodes of Obi-Wan come out on Friday – And then the first seven of nine episodes of Stranger Things season four. Oh, Um, really? They're not dropping the whole thing? No, they're dropping the last two episodes in July because the final episode is two and a half hours long. Oh,
2: my goodness. Uh,
0: Yeah, it's like a theatrical. It is. Yeah. And then from what I understand, they're just doing one last season. Like, that's it. Or that's what I heard. But maybe this is the final one. I don't know. Uh, I think there's one final season of season five.
1: Interesting. I think I stopped in, like, I think I watched a couple episodes of season three mm. and then didn't keep going. But I it's on my list, too. Uh, I, but it's been so long, I feel like I need to start from the beginning right. again. So now it's a commitment. It's a whole thing. Yeah.
0: I like three better than two, honestly. But. <laughs> I, don't, I can't tell them apart. Well, two remember. had Sean Astin in it.
1: Okay. Um,
0: and had, like, the dog things. Mm. Um, which was, like, fine, I guess. But the mall fight was the Here I am just like, I'm going to ruin it for you, Laura. No. Yeah, no spoilers. Um, Yeah. Um, Yes. But I'm excited. Season four will be decent. It's been a while. It's been like like a year and a half or two years, I think, since the last one came out anyway. So
2: did you see the trailer for 3000 years of longing? I did. Idris Elba, Tilda Swinton. It's Aladdin with (laughs) Idris Elba as the genie until the switten as like modern day woman who just finds a lamp and unleashes a genie but it's like george miller it's the yeah. guy who does like mad max, mad max fury road
0: well mad max and uh happy the Happy Feet with the penguins. Don't forget oh, okay. he did happy, happy Feet.
2: Yeah. It's a wow. wild trailer. The music sounds great. The visuals look really cool. I don't understand what's happening. No, no, but You get no giant, idea. buff, oh. half-naked Idris Elba. It's great. I'm in. I'm going no, to have to go immediate. watch that
1: immediately Laura. after this. <laughs> Laura's writing it down. She's like, okay, giant, buff, Googling it right half-naked
0: now. <laughs> Idris Elba. Sounds good.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I, I'm excited about that. Uh, there's a lot of... Um, a lot of stuff I'm I'm excited about. I don't think I'm gonna like. I'm not gonna go see, um, uh, Top Gun. Um, no, I'm not only because a I've never seen the original Top Gun. Neither and, have I. <laughs> and <clears throat> we do have uh, a, a guest who wants to watch it with us, but I don't. He's literally in Orlando, and we have to figure out like. When he's going to come up, it's going to be all on him. So, so could be later this year, could be next year, but I'm saving myself. This is weird to say. I'm saving myself for, for Top Gun, but, um, no, um, yeah, I'm I'm going to wait to watch Top Gun uh for when that guest eventually gets to come on and do it. Um so it's pretty I believe in awesome. waiting till marriage to watch Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but Top Gun uh the Mission Impossible trailer, Dead Reckoning came out the other day. Um that's going to be cool, I think. It comes out like a year and 2 months from now, so I'm like why are we teasing this already? Like You're not Christopher Nolan here. Let's not have a year or tease. Um, I think we're supposed to find out in like a week or two also about like Sandman on Netflix when that's coming, Um, which I'm really stoked about. Yeah, it's just like going to be crazy. So a lot of crazy stuff out there. But um, I feel like there was something else I've watched that you both would probably really like. Do either of you have the Apple TV subscription, like Apple TV at all? I don't know,
2: but I've heard a lot of stuff. Is it Severance? Is that the big thing that everybody's watching right now? Yeah. Severance
0: is the one, yeah, with, um, with, I can't even think of his name now. Um, yeah, Andrew, the, Andrew the, Scott? No. Scott. Adam Scott. Adam Scott. There we go. <laughs> um, he played at, the the bully
2: in Boy Meets World.
0: <laughs> yes. The bully in Boy Meets World. Um, Wait, really? Okay. Yeah. Les. yeah, but, yeah. But, um... <laughs> There's another show that uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller did on on there called The After Party. Um, you should literally watch a trailer for this if you can because it's a murder mystery with John Ralphio um, with, um, oh, uh, what's her name now? Um, I'm like like, I think I'm like, deleting information in my brain now because <laughs> like, I can't you, as like you, the
2: more you talk. The yeah. Less Tiffany
0: uh, Haddish is in it. Um, okay. Alana Glazer, but it's literally about this, this group of people who go to a 15 year high school reunion and like one of their classmates is this cocky famous rap or pop star now named Xavier. And he invites them to his home for an after party and he gets murdered there. Um, or I shouldn't say gets murdered. He dies there and it's a murder mystery where Tiffany Haddish is the, the police officer who's locked down the place and is interviewing them each. So each episode is a main interview with one of the people at the party and it's told in a different genre. um, So there's like an animated episode, there's a musical episode, there's a mystery episode, there's a, it's it it's so funny and so like crazy and you just have to try to figure out who the murderer is and they've already That's greenlit cool. a second season um, it, with even more celebrity guests and cameos. I, I loved it. Kristen and I just watched the whole thing the other day um, and it's wild. It's only like seven or eight episodes.
1: Hmm. You may have to get Apple TV, for even just for like. You can try bit. to get it for
0: free. Like I, I've had two years free so far because I bought an Apple product one year, and then T Mobile offers a full year of it for free if you have T Mobile. Really? Yeah, you just go oh, on T-Mobile. to like Google, like T Mobile offers, and like Apple TV is one of them. You just sign yeah. up with it. That's so, cool. Yeah, they're just giving it away. They just want you to spend that five bucks, like or six bucks for it. So,
1: also, I really I, thought you were serious about that Boy Meets World thing for a second. I he is. Am.
2: Wait, he's yeah. in it.
1: Adam Scott's the bu- the bully. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's in uh he's in a handful of episodes, but he's like greasy. It's really really funny. I
1: am not I we were just this.
2: rewatching um that and I was like, "Holy shit, that's uh Ben from Ben Parks from and Parks and
1: Rec." Adam
2: Scott.
1: is not Oh. Oh, okay. there you go. I
2: that little baby face. <laughs>
1: I was thinking of the other bully, not him, but they uh, look very similar. Like they have the same hairstyle, mm. kind of. Oh, okay. Never yeah, is knew. Is the
0: other bully the big kid?
1: No. The um, one with like
0: the leather
2: jacket, like the even worse bully?
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's the leather jacket. Oh, yeah, yeah, him. yeah. And they meet
0: like face to face, huh? Are they oh. friends?
1: I don't think I don't know. Huh. I thought what? I knew Boy Meets World way better than I know. Apparently, <laughs>
0: we well, better start rewatching it. There you go. I dropped I that. – Watched in the... it
1: so many times. <laughs> oh wait,
0: Laura, you're out of the Discord. Darn it! I uh, put oops. the uh, the picture in the Discord. For some reason, uh, ZenCaster oh,
1: I got is it like
0: ZenCaster is like. Nah, I don't want to. I just want to put a uh, link in your like not even a clickable link. Can I? Yeah, I can't even paste a picture in the in ZenCaster. <laughs> Way to go, Zencaster. Fix yourself. Jeez. <laughs> um, anyway. All right. Well, I think this is a perfect place to end, talking about Adam Scott as a bully on uh, Boy mm. Meets World. So. Learn
1: something new every day.
0: Love it. Awesome. Yeah, this was great. Uh, Laura, thanks again so much for like being here with us. And uh, you can't leave. Uh, so <laughs> don't – like, you know, you, you're up next. So, so don't leave – uh, us now um, i'm excited yes awesome you're not allowed to leave this session
2: sit here yes. for a week and a half we'll come yep. back and we'll come and back we'll record yeah. your episode
0: it's awesome. not what i agreed to yeah <laughs> <laughs> laura's like i'm on vacation damn it like, no you're not laura no you're not anyway all right it was awesome thanks so much i will talk to you both later um yeah i guess just like kind of like we i don't know how to end this I, we, we didn't discuss this we forgot like, to talk about how to we, end it yeah. like I, I i'm tempted to say like a line from the movie but all i can think of is what like uh, earl says all the time so i'm just gonna not do that and <laughs> gonna go from there so all right cool all right everyone see you later Bye. bye, bye.